0: another episode of restoring Restoring your voice where me your host pastor David helps you to use your voice for God's glory speak up and speak out hey welcome to this Tuesday mission of restoring your voice why because it's Tuesday it is the 23rd of November 2021 And uh, I really felt like the Lord wanted me to speak about something different than what I've been speaking about so far in season three, which has really been about, you know, debunking uh, a lot of false theology, false doctrines, but I believe that this will still fall in line with it. The thing works together for the Lord of God anyways, and I hope I'm going to be uh, obedient to him uh, in this episode, but, you know, there's a lot going on, a lot we can look at and focus on, and then become very, very troubled and become weary and doing well for the Lord. Well, let's not go that way. You know, Thanksgiving is coming up uh, on Thursday I every mean, year in the United States of America. Uh, not sure anybody really celebrates that, but uh be cool if you do. Anyway, so yeah, uh, so that's just, I really believe that the, the Lord um, for, you know, more than just today, uh, but if, today, especially, we really wanted to focus on uh, calling our heart back to Him. Why? Because I believe that the church, we, we've gotten very, very far from God's yeah, heart. I mean, just look at the um, politics that has crept in, just look at the the tremendous amount of focus that is still going on about the, uh, 20, the 2021 uh, elections. Um, or 2020, whatever. Anyway, uh, you know, that it's still going on today. You know, it's, it's crazy. And then we see things happening, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, that the thing that we see going on in the world, uh, whatever it is, uh, is a direct reflection of the church, that it's going on in the world now because at first, happen in the church. In other words, focusing on all the wrong things. And uh, today I posted this. Let me see if I can bring it up if it'll work. Uh, there it is. Then I posted this today on, on Facebook, so on my Facebook page and our church Facebook page. And this is a scripture that the Lord highlighted. me. if you can't see it, I'll, obviously if you're listening to this on audio podcast, again. can't says answer me, Lord, answer me. So these people will know that you, Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again. So I ask people to um, join me in praying about this uh, because I think that this is what we need to focus on, is turning our hearts back to the Lord. That we need to pray about this, and when we do pray about this and, and realize that, you know, all of us have areas in our life that we need to turn back over to the Lord, I believe that we will see uh, a, a great effect of this happening. Wherever you may be living in, um, you know, this has no geographical boundaries. Uh, and let am give you some examples of things that I think we have focused and we need to turn back over to the Lord. Now, let me just say, uh, cap, with the caveat, that none of these things I'm about to mention are bad in and of themselves. And they're great things, in fact. Uh, but we have put too much emphasis on all of these things rather than, God, we put emphasis on churches. Church growth, for instance, you know, churches obviously are not evil. And church growth is not evil. And I would pray that anybody's church would grow. I would pray that my church grows, but that is not the emphasis. And when we, for instance, use that as an emphasis, we start capitulating uh, to the things of the world. We start treating uh, the, the church like a business practice, for instance, right? It's uh, about making money, it's about getting numbers, it's all about the numbers. And, and we start capitulating to the to the wants of the people instead of the needs of the people. We start taking our focus off of God. We no longer uh, preach on repentance. Hmm. You see my awesome coffee cup right there. If you can't see it, it says "With great beard comes great responsibility." Uh, but anyway, you know, we, we, when we focus on church growth instead of God, who is the who will grow the church in the, in the right way on a firm foundation instead of a faulty foundation, then. You know, we have nobody to blame but ourselves, when churches fail, when leaders fail, when we hire leaders, like literally it's, it's a hiring process, which I still can't believe that that happens, but it happens. We just have to look at the past, the recent past in fact, Carl Wentz for one of Hillsong Church and the way Hillsong runs things and how, um, how dangerous that is for a lot of people especially for those wondering if they can, if they should come to Christ or not. And then they see that type of behavior on display and they're like, oh no, I'm staying away from that. And You can't blame them. But well, we focus on titles, right? Titles in and of themselves aren't bad. I mean, uh, while Paul, you know, never referred to himself as <clears throat> Apostle Paul, but he did refer to himself as an apostle numerous times. I mean, just read his letters. He pretty much opened up just about every one of the letters with that salutation. And so since he did that, but he didn't focus on, look at me, apostle Paul, or look at me, I'm an apostle. He said numerous times, Paul, an apostle of Jesus, or Paul, an apostle, a slave of Jesus. And you know, you can look it up for yourself, but this is how he, he focused on it. Why? Because he focused on Jesus. That, that's, that's what his focus was on, kingdom work. And you see that played out throughout his entire life right from his conversion, right up to the end of his life. So you can read uh, the book of Acts to see uh, what happened during his conversion. You can read his letter to Timothy at the end of his life. Uh, letters to Timothy, Little. And then we see that, but now we're focusing on time. We're, we're focusing on our reference. And I'm not you know, saying whether you should or should not uh, address somebody. I mean, that's up to you. If you, if you want to do it, to sign of respect, so be it. That's fine. But let's not place an emphasis on that, please. Let's not do that. Um, there, there are other things, uh, the worship music, right? The Bible simply says to worship um, the Lord in spirit and in truth, right? It says stuff like that. It doesn't say how to do it exactly. It does not say it has to be the type of music where it's made to feel good. But when we focus on tailoring the worship service to the emotions of the people, we're not focusing on God anymore. When we focus on publishing books or stuff like that, you know, publishing books is not bad. I, I, I read books, I, I read them myself. I've got plenty of books. I mean, you can see some of the books back there. Okay, these are all books I've read. Um, and, you know, well, I say back there, if you can't say it's my bookcase, um, anyways, the books, but when we make that the focus for publishing books, just for the sake of publishing books, we've taken our eyes off the Lord. We're no longer seeking his face. Lord, what do you want? You know, would that, could that mean less book deals? You know, less money in the pocket? Well, you know what? I would rather choose that. I'm not had nothing to do with the book publishing world. But I would rather do that than be uh, out of the pocket of the Lord, if you know what I mean, right? I would rather do that. And I think we need to focus on that. We, we need, for instance, we... we focused on who is our leader here in the United States of America. That's not bad in and of itself. We should want godly leadership. We we should want that scripture talks about that scripture, talks about how when the wicked are in rule, the righteous groan for instance. So we, we don't want that to happen, but that should not be our emphasis either. You know, regardless of, of who's in charge, we should focus on God and doing what we have to do for God. I mean, there was not really Oh, there, a lot of emphasis I wouldn't say there was any emphasis really on who was leader because they were focused on kingdom work when we focus on kingdom work then by and large who is our leader and who is not our leader will come from that right and we know what the bible says I think you know my favorite scripture verse in the whole entire bible I call it my life versus Matthew 6:33. it says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all of these things will be added to you. See, so we we get that flipped around, uh, especially in the West here, where, where things are cushy. We got life was good, you know, regardless of what else may be going on, uh, vaccine mandates, whatever. Life was good overall. So, but we at we just get it flipped around we talk about ourselves. We see we take something in and of itself okay, but then we we elevate it above God, and now it becomes an idol becomes evil. Yes, idolatry is not just a figure. Okay. Idolatry is anything we place above God. Anything we put emphasis on above Lord our God is an idol in our life. And we have to recognize that. Anything dealing with God can become an idol when we place it above God. Ministry, churches, title, books, podcasts. Yes. I'm going to say it. um, You name it. It can become an idol in our life if we're not careful. So let's let's run with that Matthew 6:33 mentality in this lead up to Thanksgiving. What? Well, well, you're like, well, I don't get you're talking about what we shouldn't do. Or we should focus on how does to that to do with Thanksgiving. Well, it all comes together with Thanksgiving. All wraps up, right? Because we're thankful to God for who He has made us. We're, we're thankful to God first and foremost for our salvation right because we couldn't save ourselves we couldn't do anything to save ourselves we couldn't save ourselves even if we shed our own blood we couldn't save ourselves um that only happened through jesus so we can be thankful for that we can be thankful for god's unconditional love towards us that that he doesn't put um price tag uh or a level you know there's no tier involvement of how much he will love us based on the works we do no we do the work based out of that love because we love him, not to earn his love. And we can be thankful for that. Living in a world, for instance, and by and large, the church who puts such an emphasis on whether we hold somebody to love them or not based on the works that they do or they don't do, for instance. Uh, Thanksgiving to the Lord because it's him that equips us to do anything. It's his grace that is sufficient for all of our needs. We can focus on that. Lord, thank you that I made it through another day or I made it through another year. You know, we can look back on this last year since last Thanksgiving, and we can see that things have not even gotten any better at all. In the fact, they've gotten much worse, worse, but we made it through. If you're, if you're watching this or listening to this, you made it through, and if you're dependent on God, then you made it through the other side without the smell of smoke upon you. You may have gone through the fire, right? You may have gone through the floodwaters, but you came out the other side, and that is, definitely something to be thankful for okay we can focus on a lot of this and realize you know what anything good in our life right is because of God I didn't say be thankful that our lives are cushy. I said anything uh, in our life that's good we can thank God for you know if we're in Christ Jesus We we can be thankful for that because we didn't get it by the sword of our brow. We didn't take effort on our part, yeah. Do we have to be involved? Absolutely. But just because we have to be involved doesn't mean God doesn't get all the glory. See what I'm saying? See, this attitude of Thanksgiving shouldn't be just one day a year for for us. It should be a lifetime experience. Okay, we should enter his courts every single day with Thanksgiving and praise for this. You know, I'm, I'm thankful for God every, every, every day I wake up. You know, I've come close to death many, many times in my life. Too many times for me to even care to remember, in all honesty, though I remember it. You know, I've been in Iraq three times. Right? I've been shot at uh, rockets, mortars, roadside bombs, literally came about that close to losing my life on more than one occasion. And then there was occasion that they get wounded, but I'm still here. I'm drawing breath. I'm going to work for God. And because of that, I am able to be so, so utterly thankful for. And I'm sure you don't have to go through what I went through to realize that you have something to be thankful for. All right. And that's how we shift from focusing on external things, you're focusing on the eternal thing, Jesus, right? We, 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 thank God. We can thank Him, Lord. It's all because of You that, for instance, um, there's a church, run. Or it's all glory to You, God, that I have this ministry that reaches so many people far and wide and impacts lives, for instance. Or, or maybe you just be thankful for that. That He put you, say, for instance, in a workplace that you're in, and you're able to reach uh, so many people. How about that? Because of that. That's a lot to be thankful for right there. And we can go on and on and on. You know, you know, okay, I thank you, God, that you that you called and equipped me to be an apostle for a pastor, whatever. We we can focus on it's all about God, right? Because after all, it is Jesus, the Bible tells us in Ephesians 4 chapter 11 he who calls some to be. So it's, we didn't do this. I mean, God didn't try to fake the punk, but it ain't gonna work out very well. You know, we can be thankful that we made it because let's just face it, this Christian walk is, is not easy. It's not for sissies. This thing called Christianity ain't for sissies, man. We enlisted in the army of Jesus, in the army of the Lord, man. We, we get a gigantic target painted right on us. You know, now, Now we just open ourselves up to a whole buttload of attacks because you see those who don't do anything for Jesus, who aren't really in Jesus, they don't suffer any attacks. Why? Because they're already taken out of the fight. But once you enter the fight, that's when when it begins. And you know what? I'm not ashamed to admit that anything that I do, especially do well, is all because of God. I am not ashamed to admit that at all. That it is all God. Not me. You know, even speaking like this. Uh, it's all because of God, you know, probably many of you may not know, but I live with a brain injury. I got wounded in Iraq and in 2000, August 2008 from a roadside bomb, and I've suffered uh, the effects of a brain injury ever since. But you see, it's God who gives me the ability to be able to speak as well as I do here on camera and in front of other people as well. So there's that. See what I'm saying? It's it, it, this, this. what I do isn't for me, isn't to lift me up or elevate me. And believe me I could go there if I tried it without God but because of God I'm trying to make sure the emphasis is on God and that's what I'm trying to help all of my listeners and viewers out there to do is keep your eyes on the Lord. Have that kingdom mentality of it's all about God and whatever flows up from that, then that's of God too. You see when we flip it around well you know what, I'm going to seek first a ministry, I'm gonna seek first a pulpit, I'm gonna seek first and just dot, 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 dot. When we do that, you know what? Then we're not seeking God, His kingdom and his righteousness first. And then it's not gonna, his, his kingdom and his righteousness is not gonna flow from that because we've got it backwards. You know, I know this whole kingdom stuff seems backwards uh, to a lot of people. Rightly it should because the world has to be complete opposite way. It's all about me, I obey myself. And when I get this, then I'll do that. I and mean, you just look at people today. Well, I got to wait for my life in order to have kids, you know. Then people getting into their late thirties or forties still no kids. Well, you know why? Because life sucks. You know this world sucks. And life is hard, and you know when you, you know your version of getting your life together isn't going to marry up with God's version of getting your life together, namely salvation bringing the Gospels to everybody. So let's focus on this type of stuff. You know, we want to have a, do we really want to have a, a positive impact in a world where it's getting darker and worse by the minute? Do we want to turn that around in any way, shape, or form? And this is the type of stuff that we need to do. You know, we can sit there and complain. We can point the fingers, but let's take a close, long hard look in the mirror at ourselves let's see you know what ask god to reveal any area in your life where you have placed an emphasis on And now he never maybe he never even asked you to place an emphasis on it let's 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 go to challenge people here. challenge time ding 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 you know maybe he never called you maybe he never called you to be a pastor but you just became a pastor because you didn't know anybody. you went to seminary your bible college and you know what? I had to be a pastor. I went there. God never called you there. You're miserable. Things ain't working. Why? Because God never called you there. He never equipped you to do it. That's why you're failing and failing miserably. How about that? So anything it could be something you're doing right now. Maybe maybe you're yoked to to a certain ministry. God never called you to do that. That ministry isn't evil or doing anything wrong. But God never called you. Therefore, what you're doing is evil and wrong. Stuff like that. Hey, I don't anything. There, You know, let God be the judge and reveal to you what he wants to reveal to you. Just simply have a humble heart, all right? Humble yourself before the Lord. Do that, do that. I mean, none of us have it right anyway. We can all grow in areas and, you know, oftentimes we get our focus off of God. Let's just face it, we all do it. We need to practice this. You know, let's make self-examination a daily part of our lives. How about that? Not just maybe one day a year, maybe you know, you know, next month is Christmas, and then we're gonna come to New Year's Eve and people start making all sorts of New Year's resolutions that never read ever pan out anyways. Like at the most, probably a month, you know, in you know the end by the end of January, right? So a month after, you know, probably no New Year's resolutions out. So how about we put it into practice though, every year? I'm going to resolve every day of my life. Right now, don't don't wait, don't put it off. Right now, make a resolution. I am going to examine myself daily. I'm not going to wait till, till the end of the year after I've screwed a whole bunch of stuff up. I'm going to do it every day. Then you're still going to screw uh, stuff up. I'm still going to screw stuff up, but that's okay. Because when we practice and make a lifestyle out of self-examination, then we're gonna do okay, you know? We're we're gonna draw people closer to the Lord. We're gonna, because why we draw closer to the Lord? So let's get our focus on what it should be. You know, focusing on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. That's what we focus on. Not ministry, not what people said about us or didn't say about us. Whether we get likes, or dislikes, or how many subscribers, or followers, or whatever thing that we can put on, you know, can we be thankful to God if we get a lot of followers? Absolutely, because then we're reaching even more people. Can we be thankful to Him that we have more subscribers? Absolutely. Can we can we can we be thankful for that? You know, more likes. Absolutely, because that means we're reaching more people, and that's a that's a that's a thing of God right there. But that's not the emphasis. The emphasis is. How about this? I'm going to reach God regardless of how many I reach or not. I'm going to, I'm going to reach them for God. I'm going, to, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to attempt to reach as many people as I can, regardless of the numbers. Whether it's one person, you know what? It's one person more than I was reaching before, praise God. But let's get with that uh, mentality. Let's think on that level. You know what? It's not about the numbers. You know, it's not about the fame. It's not about any of that. What it is, is living for God. You know, doing things for God because He's God. You know, and isn't He worthy of it? Right? It's just. I hope you're getting where I'm coming from. You know, I'm nobody, I'm nobody's biggest critic. All right, I'm, I'm. I'm not that. I'm not Holy Spirit Junior here. I'm just trying to call our hearts closer to God because at the end of the day, that's what matters. It's it's our, our hearts and the Lord beating in perfect synchronicity that, that's what should matter to us do i know the heartbeat of the father do i know what he likes what he dislikes what he loves what he hates what he for what he's against what he what is he against in my life what is he for in my life man that's what we need when, when we lose sight of that man we are in dangerous dangerous places you know, we're looking for revival, You know, where's revival? Well, revival is happening, but we're not doing anything to actually make it happen. You know, we're not willing to repent. We're not willing to come before the Lord. We're not willing to let him expose things in us or about us that he doesn't want in our lives. You know, maybe you think, well, brother, I've been doing this thing for years and the Lord hasn't said anything to me about it. No, it's called maturity. You know. Right now is the time he might he may want to say something to you about what, what you're doing or not doing. It's called maturing, you know, God that will let us grow and then he's like, okay, time to mature you more, my son, time to mature you more, my daughter. And then he you will know, now expose to something else that he wants to, you know, somebody once said, uh, we're like onions, layers. And I completely agree with that. We are God God starts off with the with one, right? Salvation. All right, then another, it's called sanctification. And we need to be willing to partner with that. God isn't going to force himself on us, okay? Let me just make that clear. God is not going to force himself on us. We can take it. We leave it. You know, maybe he's been speaking to you in certain way. Maybe he's been speaking you through, to you through a person, through a, a message, through a prophetic word, something, and you're just like, no, 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 no. Well, the God's been trying to reach you, and then you're not listening, it's not God's fault anymore. You just your fault cause you chose not to listen So Let's do that. Come on, man. Oh, man, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to see what happens when we start corporately partnering with this. When we start willing to put ourselves out there. I'm excited to see what happens because great godly things can't happen, but we got to be willing to partner with God and lay it all down on the altar. Lay the ministries, lay the titles, lay the books, whatever it may be. Lay, let's lay it all on the altar and, you know, we'll just let God decide what to do with it. You know, let, let's treat it like the sacrifices, you know, God will burn up. When he wants to burn up, he'll leave what left what he wants left over. All right? Just like the uh, priesthood used to do on the altars, like right? they would lay certain things on the altar. You know, God will burn up this, but God will burn up that. You leave this meat left over. You leave the showbread left over. Whatever. Uh, let's be willing to do that. Let's lay it all on the altar. And say, God, your will be done. Not my will be done. Amen. So, God bless you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Restoring Your Voice. Uh look forward to seeing you again soon. So, that's it for this episode of Restoring, Restoring your, your Voice. With your host, Pastor David. And saying, God bless you, get out there and be the kingdom.